Hey, dear listener. How's your Wednesday? Hope it's going well so far. So today, we've got two stories for you. First, we have Michael Waters talking about California's election system. And last, we have Paris Martineau telling us about the newest from the saga of Facebook. I'm your host, James T. Green, and this is The Dispatch. Power. So, Michael, what's going on right now in the world of politics? So, as of last week, um, there was a lot of controversy in California specifically about their primary system because um, for a lot of house races, they held primaries last week. Mm -hmm. Um, And California is one of the states with a weird voting system. They have what some people call the quote-unquote top two system, um, which basically means that whoever in the primary gets, the the two people in the primary who get the most votes, um, regardless of their party affiliation, will advance to the general election. Hmm. Um, And this was a big deal this year because there was so much Democratic energy in California that there were so many candidates in the race that a lot of Democratic Party officials started to worry that all those candidates would split the vote and then the two candidates that would get the most votes in advance to the general election would both be Republicans. So what happened? So, I mean, long story short, (laughs) so according to the LA Times, who's been investigating this story, um, there was one candidate on the Democratic side who recently jumped into the race. Um, His name was Herbert H. Lee, um, and he's a doctor, and he was only registered as a Democrat in November. Um, And he didn't have a lot of public presence, but he pumped a million dollars of his own money into his own campaign. Um, and he actually ended up drawing support from a conservative group in Delaware. Um, he hired them and paid them a lot of money to work on his campaign. Um, and that has incited concerns that perhaps conservative groups actually were hoping to bolster his chances um, and, and in effect like further splitting the Democratic vote. Because meanwhile, the um, Democratic National Committee was trying to get as many Democrats as possible to drop out of um, a lot of these races in California. And this candidate was in the 39th Congressional District, which um, was especially tight. And again, the fear was that all these candidates would split the vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Democrats wanted people out. Um, and at the very last minute, um, this one candidate was getting a lot of support from more conservative-leaning groups. Um, and Perhaps it was intended to bolster his chances in order to make sure two Republicans go on rather than a Democrat and a Republican. All right. I guess you're going to be keeping an eye on this election and, you know, making like seeing what happens, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it'll be interesting to see, I mean, in coming years, what happens next is this. If it's the case that there are outside groups trying to bolster candidates' chances in order to take advantage of this primary system, like... I'm curious to see if it keeps happening down the road. The future. So, Paris. So, James. What is happening in the world of Facebook again? Lots of things, as (laughs) always, are happening in the world of Facebook. Um, You might recall about a month ago we had uh, Mark Zuckerberg's no good, very bad day in Congress, where in which he uh, fielded a lot of questions from old people who don't understand how the Internet works. And most of his answers somehow were still, I'll make sure my team gets back to you on that, Senator. Well, in the last 48 hours, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's team got back to us on that. (laughs) 
And in the form of a 500-page-long uh, document on that was just answers to questions, some of which were a bit passive-aggressive. And thankfully, I'm not here to read all 500 uh, pages to you, although I'm sure your, the listeners would love that. Uh, that's extremely unfortunate. I, it's going to be the next episode, you guys. Just wait. <laughs> um, but one thing that I saw that I thought was kind of worth talking about is uh, there was this one question where they asked basically like, yo, Zuck. Are you a monopoly or not? Like, what's going on? And, of course, he's like, oh, we're definitely totally not a monopoly at all. We're very fair and great. But that's obviously kind of bullshit. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the answer specifically that Facebook gave, um, they'd asked more or less, like, okay, if you are not a monopoly, if there's really, like, fair market share going on here in this social media app industry, could you talk to us about, like, what are the 10 – can you name 10 apps that are, like, your actual competitors – and talk about them and how many people use them. And Facebook, part of their answer was, in Silicon Valley and around the world, new social apps are emerging all the time. The average American uses eight different apps to communicate with their friends and stay in touch with people. There's a lot of choice, innovation, and activity in this space, with new competitors arising all the time. And that sounded kind of bullshit to me, so I was like, hmm, there's like, Eight apps that the average American uses. I wonder how many of those are Facebook. Mm-hmm. Turns out, out of the uh, nine most popular apps for Americans, four of them are Facebook. Mm. And um, and of those four, um, two of them, which, so I guess if I'll go down the list of like the top ten apps right. that okay. Americans use, it's Facebook. This is an order of, of use. Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, which is Facebook. Facebook Messenger, which is also Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Pinterest, Snapchat, Reddit, Tumblr, and WhatsApp, which is Facebook. <laughs> and the funny thing is, well, not funny and kind of sad and bad, is that, um, I mean, the first two apps listed there, like Facebook and Instagram, or even just Facebook and Facebook Messenger, the number of people using those two apps every month is more than the number of people using the five other apps that aren't Facebook. So, I mean, they control this huge uh, share of the market. Hmm. And uh, you know what word that kind of reminded me of? Um, Monopolistic. Yeah. And where are you pulling this data from? Um, I'm pulling it from... uh, I'm pulling this data from Statista. Um, They collected um, information about the most popular mobile social networking apps in the United States as of February 2018. Hmm. Well, as you continue to dig in this uh, 500-page document, (laughs) I'll uh, I'll let you know what I find out. Uh, I'll be live tweeting it. I won't. I'll just be (laughs) tweeting pictures of Mike Zuckerberg's butt. Today, you heard from Michael Waters and Paris Martineau. The Dispatch is produced and hosted by me, James C. Green. And our theme is by the fantastic John Agamarsino. That's it for The Dispatch. Hope you have a good Wednesday. Bye.